Hello, hello, hello. Hey, what's up, guys? Oh, my God. Welcome to the Unofficial Expert Podcast with Sydney. And Marie. Oh, my goodness. My voice is done. Oh, yeah, but do you hear mine? Does mine sound? <clears throat> there we go. There we go. There is we it? Go. This is Marie, and this is Sydney. Sydney. Okay. Yeah. We almost sounded like the one, the same person. I know. Well, sometimes when we talk, people can't tell the difference until one of us says something nice, and then they're like, oh, that's oh, Sydney. Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> No, actually, I've been getting really mean now. Yeah, you have. Yeah, you oh, have. my God. I've been getting... They're like, yo, you hanging out with Marie way too much. I'm so proud. I'm uh, so proud. Sometimes you don't even have to start me off. Mm-hmm. I start off mean. And, and I'd be like, <gasps> Sydney. Sydney Elizabeth. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um... What were you an expert in this week, Marie? This week, I was an expert at being a good friend, okay? And that's not something that I'm usually an expert at, but I was an expert at that because I got on a bus for someone's birthday party. I got on a bus to D.C., well, from D.C., but to come back to New York. But I went all the way to Washington, D.C. to be somebody's friend and help them celebrate their birthday. And you don't, that's something you would never, first of all, we got to ride there. We were first, we were going to pay for a bus well, to let go me, there. Well, let's tell them the whole story. Then. Okay. Let's give them all of the tea. Okay. Uh, we had to go to New Jersey for this ride. So like that's, that, uh, like if I'm going to New Jersey, I really like you. Okay. Cause I don't even like, I won't even go to Jersey for myself. All right. If someone was like, meet me in Hoboken. I'd be like, no, lose my number. Who's can this? We, can we talk about how I got no sleep that night? I got no sleep. I went to work, and then from work, I went to the diner and then went to New Jersey. Yeah, and then you went to Washington, D.C., right? I think I'm being a good friend with you as well. Uh, yeah, you are, because Sydney texted me at 7 o'clock in the morning the day we were supposed to leave, and <laughs> she was like, I'm you. ready to call the whole thing off. <laughs> and I was like, well, I'm packing now, so let me know if I need to put these shoes in or not. <laughs> Yo, I called you twice. I was like, bitch, if you at the gym right now, I'm killing you. Like, I know. She was so mad. I was sleeping. I didn't get an, I didn't get a ton of sleep that night either, but I, wow, I forgot I had on eyeliner. Anyway, my face looks crazy now. Uh, but I, um, I packed, I like to pack right before I leave. Otherwise, I'm going to forget something. I mean, I always forget something anyway, but mm-hmm. I had to go to the store and get pillows. So I'm traveling with like this giant Ikea bag with pillows in it. I look like I'm running away from home to New Jersey. You so <clears throat> or I look like I was running back home. I don't know. But I, uh, we were up really early. We get there. And then the girl who we were supposed to meet was late. Right? She almost didn't make the train. Listen, it was a whole weekend of watching people drink Hennessy <laughs> and judging them and thinking, you know what? My life is not that bad. Uh, that was the whole weekend. I just want to go home and sleep in a real bed. Uh, <laughs> me and Marie were in an air mattress togethers, and we only had one blanket, so I'm wrapped up like a burrito. Uh, Marie is literally Sydney, falling off the air mattress. Sydney had her butt on me the entire weekend. I was like, sis. But I but I had that I had that romp him on though. (laughs) (laughs) Had a romp him on. I was like, slide down. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, the whole weekend was like themed. We she had like a a night we all had to wear black, and then a brunch we had to wear nude or blush. It was too much. I was like, we were being good friends. I was like, black people, come on, yo. The color coordination, all this, like the boats. Can we can we do some simple dinner? Dinner, maybe a movie, drinks. No, I don't want to go to a movie on my birthday. What? No. Maybe a movie? Wow. Well, you can't plan my uh, bachelorette party whenever I settle down. 
I'm like, hey, I got that Netflix account. We're going to watch a movie for Marie's birthday. No. Well, you know what? I couldn't trust my sister to play my bachelorette either because she'd be like, we're going to go to the gym and we're going to do delts. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're going to get married. <laughs> you're going to meal prep for the wedding. And then that's it. Um, anyway, so that's what I was an expert in this week. I was uh, an expert at being a good friend in another state watching people drink brown liquor. Just brown juice. Sid, what were you an expert at? What was I expert in? Honestly, I'm tapped out of expertises because I'm just going through too much. Like that whole DC trip, that back to back Miami DC, my account is like, where where are you going and what are you doing with yourself? Yeah, we did we did just get back from Miami. And um, I was in Montreal right before that. I mean, I didn't spend any money there, but like I was there. I'm an expert in uh, not spending my money wisely at all. We were using so many Ubers. Like Uber hit me up like, sis, you can't take the bus? <laughs> <laughs> sis ain't no train. Here's a metro card. We enclosed it in this envelope. Please use this. <laughs> sis, yo, and we were with the, the girls that we were partying with this weekend. They just kept saying the word sis over again. Like, sis, you good, sis? So we just... We're adapting it for this podcast. You okay, know what? Sis. Wait, hold on. I feel like, what was I an expert in? I was an expert in uh, taking photos with your black ass. Oh, okay. yes. You were very good at that. Because you came with your abs ready, and I said, our abs are looking outstanding. Someone was like, I don't see your abs, sis. <laughs> I said, where are yours? <laughs> Did you leave them back in New York? <laughs> yeah, they, they was on that mega bus. <laughs> they was on a mega bus going back to New Did York. Did you leave your abs at the Chick-fil-A rest stop? Listen, I'm always here for if my friend is shining, I'm shining too. So I just do, I play my part. I do my one move. I do that one face and I'm like, I'm here. I've arrived. We, we got like 30, 350 likes on Facebook. Something like that. Something light, you know, something little. 350, that's all. <laughs> that one picture we had back from, uh, from Miami was like 600 likes. I said, damn. Yeah. Well, you know what it is, is people don't really see my body in New York. Um, so they think that I am fat. I actually don't know what people think about my body, but I also don't care. I know that when I need to bring it out, it's always on time. Okay? Yes, it is. Okay. And they're like, Cindy, we already see your whole ass all the time. You can be butt ass naked. We don't care. They're like, Cindy, you missed a spot on your ass cheeks. Uh, <laughs> I stay with an ashy ankle. Throw some cream on that. <laughs> I had my kitten, my kitten wedges y toro. Yo, Sydney. Okay, you know what? I feel like that's a perfect place to bring this yes. guest in. Because a kitten wedge is something that this person, I believe, would never wear. Okay. But we'll ask her when we introduce her. Uh, our guest, Sydney, you want to introduce her? She's yes, she's a great friend of ours. Uh, she's been on our Walmart show many of times. Actually, the first show we actually did, she's a stand-up comedian. Yes. Uh, she does voiceover work. Uh, she has frequent flyer miles. Right, she don't take the mega bus. Yeah, she stay on a plane. Mm -hmm. uh, she was a host at Vice mm -hmm. News. Give it up for Michelle Desplard. She's our model expert. Hi, Michelle. Hello, ladies. Hello, ladies. Thanks for the intro, but I've never been a host on Vice News. Is but, it just Vice? But, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Just okay. Vice. Just okay. Vice. See, I knew it wasn't Thank Vice you. News, but like, I didn't want to step on my partner's toes. But no, that's okay. That's why you're here to um, correct my black ass. I'm fine with that. Michelle, how are you doing? First of all, let's talk about what Michelle looks like. She has on a, a head wrap, but it's like 
very, very expert, expertly wrapped. Okay. Like, if can I try I, to do that, it Can I tell like you that. about the head wrap? So it's all about the fabric, really, because I'm always getting asked, like, oh, how do you do a head wrap? And it is, this is no, there's nothing expertise about this other than the fabric. It's what kind perfect. of fabric is that? It's just some cotton, but it's just like, a, you know, it's just like the right kind of starchy, stiff sort of oh. cotton linen vibes, and then it will stay in. But How after, much you pay for that, Michelle? Ten dollars. That's it. Cindy, yeah. you were wrapping your hair for a while. What happened with that? Yeah, what um, you looked real regal. You know how much just... that wrap was? That wrap was thirty five dollars. Thirty five. So I, I, it's not an everyday wrap. It's like a special occasion. <laughs> just for I, weddings. Yeah, and I don't want to. I don't want to sweat it out with my like uh, train sweat. Thirty. I mean, you could probably like wash it and stuff. You know, uh, like, it's not a butterfly wing. I don't want to wear it out. Thank now, you, it's Michelle. A, it's you not could, a butterfly wing. Mm, Listen, if you wash it, then it fades. And I hate a faded ass wrap. I hate that. What, I like it, the color to be deep. Do, do you hate it more than clean? <laughs> do you, You'd rather it be, uh, you rather it be vibrantly dirty? Uh, <laughs> Michelle, I don't know if you are guests or you are hosting with uh, Marie's. Well, see, ass. Michelle is also a comic. So she's she here. You know, she's here. She's a black woman. She's going to come. She's gonna come correct. Yeah, you're right, Michelle. Also, Michelle's eyebrows are on point. Do you, Thanks. Do you draw those in? Or is, I, is that natural? I'm goddamn obsessed with my eyebrows. Like mm-hmm. I won't wear like no makeup on. None, none, none. none. But the eyebrows, none. I will spend five minutes just filling them in perfectly. So you only fill in your eyebrows? Yeah, that's it. Wow. I leave, leave the rest. They that's look all I care it looks about. fantastic. Because I got this massive. You know, look at this forehead. Just light. No, that forehead just is great. Light. It's very modelish. Like bouncing. bouncing. Oh, the, the forehead has given me like model realness. For yeah. Thanks, man. So I feel like I need a brow in between that. Otherwise, I would look like some sort of, you know. So wait, but your face is that stunning that all you have to worry about is your brows. Oh, you don't have the privilege of that. Thanks. That's crazy. Oh, shut up. Listen to you. Like, you don't have a contour. Like, like some ogre under the stairs. Who's <laughs> <laughs> ever seen the light of day? She's like, but look at your face. I've just been sitting here watching you girls um, cook, trying not to be a pervert, basically. I was just like, what a great sight. Look hey, at Michelle. Michelle, you've been <laughs> looking for me. You be- these bums. Oh, yeah. <laughs> look at those bums. Look at those bums. Well, that's why. I, that's how I first met you, Michelle. I was trying to pick you up at an open mic. Do you know what? I'm so bored of you saying this. Like, do you know how insulting it is, Sid? You bought a burger for yourself and shared it with me. I bought you drinks, and she's like, and then you didn't want to hit this. I'm like, yeah, you yeah, bought a but burger you see, and you shared it with me. That's and she's still like, I wined and I dined you. I'm I did. Like, I did, but that's you. that's how lesbians wine and dine. Wanted you for seven whole minutes. I did, and you still didn't want to come home with me. I'm like, you bought a burger, and I went home with you and you're still salty about it would you would you have gone home with sydney no i love her i really Mm, like her she like you as a friend girl i'm a a buddy no hold on hold on can you imagine the drama that would be happening in the comedy world if us girls were sleeping with each other I mean, well, people already on. think that me and Sydney are sleeping together. They think that I'm her girlfriend. Yeah, but you are, though, aren't you? <laughs> Only on an air mattress in D.C. <laughs> that's what, yesterday, that's what they said. They were like, well, Marie and Sydney are sleeping, sleeping in a bed together. And Marie was like, as friends. As friends. Hmm. We're, they're like, Marie, they said, Marie and Sydney are sleeping together. I was like, only as friends. And Sydney was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say? Wow. I said, you couldn't let them, uh, you know, dream and... <laughs> Have fantasies? Listen, I'm not here to help you fantasize. I'm here to make you cry a little bit. Uh, so, Michelle, you're obviously English. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah. What do you want to know about it? I'm from London. I'm from do you, South London. Do you feel like people in London are, like, better than people here? Yes. 
<laughs> are you serious about that? Look at my face. Mm. Look at them brows. No, they ain't even arch. Man. I, I mean, no, it's, it's exactly the same, to be honest. I, I've been living here for a long time, so I'm not like one of those British people that are like, um, Americans are um, kind of stupid, which is what a lot of people say behind your back. Oh, right? They say that to our faces too, they but I'm do. not worried about it. Um, but I'm not one of those people. I love this country. I just got my green card, so celebration to me. Give it up. Yeah, I love what, America. What's the green card process? Like, They give you like a test of like, like the president and stuff? It's, 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 it's well, there, yeah, that's a citizenship thing. It's, it's oh. a pretty brutal process. And I would have, like, my process took ages because I got trumped, man. I got, ah, I got caught trumped, up in a. Yes. Yeah, and I had my first world privilege. I was just like watching everyone's, you know, I was watching the news and thinking, God, isn't this going to be terrible for everyone? Their visas are going to take ages now. <laughs> it was like, I didn't realize, like, the you as well, me, me too, me mm-hmm. too. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah you. So, yeah, I it's been that was a long just with process. The, <clears throat> I thought that was just with the Muslim ban, but it's everything. Well, if, can you imagine how many people were. Have, like applied to get green cards once they realized that it was going to be a little bit tricky so yeah. people like me who'd been there for years on visas you know all of a sudden go oh we should probably get a green card now you know <laughs> yeah. what i mean like now's probably the time but Yo, anyway yeah that man, is I, wild. I, I love the united states i love i love where i'm from as well i'm a londoner and i lived in new york for years and people would always buy you're a new yorker now and I'd think, that's such thirsty behaviour, innit? <laughs> I'm like, I'm from a good city, it's fine. I'll just be a Londoner who lives in New York. Yeah, she yeah. Doesn't, she doesn't want to be a part also, of it. Also, you good. don't sound like a New Yorker. You yeah. sound super polite when you are rude to people. Oh, thanks. Thank you. <laughs> thanks. You throw shade and it's like, wow, Queen Elizabeth thinks that I'm ashy today. <laughs> like, that's... <laughs> um, <clears throat> Michelle, did you start modelling in the UK or in the United States? Yeah, I, start, I started modelling in England. And but I was still bartending. I didn't make any money in the UK. Basically, I was like I was modelling, but I wasn't. You know, I was just doing like a lot of free sort of magazine stuff, like mm-hmm. a lot of editorials in the in, in modelling. You don't get paid for. A lot of people don't know that. So no. you would go to somewhere like England or Europe, you know, Milan or Paris. You'll try and get some good pictures there because somewhere like New York is a money city and they don't really care about. You know, like it, it's not all about the sort of artistic creative process, and it's more about advertising. So you go. So yeah, I started there. Was doing that, but I was bartending as well. How much was your first check? First model check? My first model. Oh, please <laughs> let me break down the model. So yes. my first check here was actually twelve thousand dollars. But what? But twelve thousand dollars. But but it is. Okay, the modeling industry is like a pyramid. There's only really a few girls that could genuinely actually live off modeling. And the reason why is because my first, you incur so much debt before you make any money. Oh. So things like your portfolio and pictures and sending your stuff out. Even now, you know, we've got the internet and you st- as a model, you still get charged every time an agent posts your picture to a client with possible potential work wait what you yeah. get tra- wait, you have to pay so for that what you you're self-employed as a model right you're self-employed and this agency represent you and that means that the girl incurs every expense under the sun now the reason why i wanted to get a green card here is because i'd modeled all these years in america and 50 percent of all my earnings is taken by the agency people 50 percent 50 percent if you're foreign oh, no. if you're foreign so that means that's like 30% taxes, 20% agency commission. That's off the, so that's 50% off the bat. And then you've got all the expenses. So let's say you do a job for $10,000, uh-huh. right? But you've been modeling maybe four months, 
before that, living in New York, you haven't got any money, you're like 17 or whatever, an mm -hmm. average model starts at like 15, 16, right? Yeah, yeah. So you're a kid, you're just living out here, you're not realising your expenses are becoming massive. By the time you get that, let's say, a 10 grand check, it's probably like, well, it's going to be five, and then take out your expenses, you're probably going to have about $120. Get the fuck out of here. I'm not joking, man. That so is So the crazy. industry is a bump, and I love it now when people are like, here's your agency, Instagram. I'm like, yeah, bitch, I hope it is. You're probably making a lot more money than an average model. Like Amber Rose makes a lot more money than Carly Kloss. Well, Amber Rose because she has like ambassadors, she has brands. She's she yeah, has, but she Carly also a brand off modeling just off her image. No one knew right. about her. But so. Carly also is like you know she's like the face of a of a bunch of different brands also. Yeah, you know, and she's been doing it since she was like fourteen, thirteen. Right. But she can't twerk though. She can't twerk on Instagram. She's and, got a long ass She back. probably can, but no one would know. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Just They'd dolphins like, and some far off things <laughs> being like, is a model twerking? I think. <laughs> <laughs> But somebody get a spoon. <laughs> She's having a seizure. That's what it looks like. That's wow. Yeah. So now that you got this green card, like you're losing oh, this like, money. I'm I'm in my mid thirties, man. I'm scraping a barrel of youth at this point. I'm not trying to like be <laughs> like what. These are the kind of modeling jobs I do now. Like I still do some like. JC Pennies, like the odd Target job, some undercover stuff. But listen, man. don't be. Listen, there's nothing wrong with a Target. Or JC Penny. No, there's nothing wrong the with the money. The money is coming. I work with I work with JC Penny's <clears throat> for like 15 years, man. I love him. But you know, as you get as you get older, it's like it's a young girl's game. I don't actually think if you're not at the top of your modeling game, you're not actually gonna make that much money. At this point, I make the same money doing other, you know, other things that I like more, like, you know, hosting or interviewing people or whatnot. Yeah. That but, is wild. Wait, so what made you decide to get into modeling? People were like, you pretty. Oh, please. I came from a broke-ass family and half of them are on crack. That's what... And then someone was like, would you like to go to New York? And I was literally pulling pants in a pub. And someone was like, would you like to go to New York and model? You're like, yeah, fucking, let's do this <laughs> immediately. <laughs> do you know what I mean? You weren't like, I'm about to get took. You didn't think this is the beginning of taking. You were like, yeah, 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 let's just go to New York. Yeah, I was like, let's, let's do it. You know, well, people were doing that more in that time, like around that well, time. Was oh, that 15 years ago? The pe more yeah, people yeah, were just yeah, getting yeah. shipped to New well, York. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So let, let's say I moved here in um, January 2001. So like just before September 11th and stuff. And when I came out, I was bartending but, and I was with an agency in London, but I didn't make any money. You know what I mean? And so an agent came through via my agency. I was with Storm in London and they were like, would you, we would like to put you on a contract, which means we're going to put your ass in debt before you even make any money. And you're like, I've got a free holiday because you're young and dumb and whatever. Yeah, you yeah, like yeah. And so, yeah, I came out here. It was only meant to be for two weeks. And then I literally, I made 12 grand doing some Foley's catalogue in Texas I went back home, gave my mom half the money. I thought I was I was like, $12,000. Yeah. I can have meat in my sandwich every day for as long as I like. <laughs> meat in my sandwich. You just wanted, <laughs> wait, that was how your expectations were? You just Yo, wanted meat in a I'm sandwich? I'm telling you. Like, she yeah, was like, my, I can get my, the prosciutto and the salami? Wow. Well, because you know when you're young, like, what is money, in it? Money is, like, not we being broke. We don't know. Yeah. That's what having money is. Money is not like having, it could be $1,000 or it could be $10,000. When you're young, it doesn't really make any difference because what are your wants? You're like, I want to buy some weed and then I'm going to get a taxi through the McDonald's drive-thru <laughs> because I'm a king. 
Yeah. Let me tell you, when I, when I when I first made a ton of money, like I made, I don't know, like $1,200 in one night. Right. Tell me why this bitch went to Steve Madden, went bawling out. I said, I'm going to get five pairs of Steve Madden. It's no. like, you got $1,200 $1, is more than five pairs. I feel like of Steve Madden shoes, though. Yeah, but I, no, right? <laughs> but it's like, a, it's like $150 for a pair of shoes of Steve Madden. No, girl. I was like in the sale area. I was like, listen, I'm going to ball out here in the sale rack. I feel like that's because, 10 pairs of shoes. Because there was a time where you was like, I need Steve Madden's yeah, shoes. Yeah, right. I'm Steve Madden. Like a snob, but I'm like, no, I'm I not, love I don't Steve wanna... Madden. And Nine West, too. You're saying you love or you love duh? Because I'm not hearing <laughs> the tense that you're using right now. You said love duh? Did you hear me trying to back, back I heard you. Back shade. I'm like, well, then, of course. But, and you're like, I love Steve Madden. <laughs> I'm like, as we all do. It's yeah. a special place in one of our She hearts. spent $100 at Steve Madden last night. <laughs> Whatever, Michelle. You just want meat in your, in your sandwich. Yeah. Okay. It can't be a sandwich. It can't be well, that a sandwich without meat. That was then. That was then. Don't that be judging is, me on your Steve Madden standards. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, Steve Madden clutch, too. That's hilarious. Oh, Wait, so you get this money, and then after that, when do you get your next job? Um, straight away. Straight away. I work pretty much consistently. So, yeah, I was quite lucky like that. I never went longer than a month without working. That's great. Career. Yeah. And how tall are you, good. Michelle? 5'10". 5'10". Yeah. What's the average really? uh, height of a, of a model? Well, probably about 5'10". 5'10". That's know. how you got to start off. 5'10". You got, but to, okay, well, the industry has changed since when I was doing it because now what they look for for girls is Instagram followers and stuff like that. All of that kind of goes in. So let's say you have a following... I'll tell you the perfect example. That beautiful girl, the Golden Barbie. Do you know she's just yes, on Instagram? Yes. Now, she was a great example of a girl who made the most of what she was already doing. But if she had started modeling, when I started, she wouldn't, uh, she wouldn't she have modeled wouldn't longer be. than a day. Because it's like, you're not tall enough. Even though she's stunning. Yes, yes. It, it's beautiful. She's beautiful, but she's like super commercial and not tall enough. Well, I feel like before she really, truly popped, I used to see her on like the Forever 21 website. Yeah, exactly. That's and where that, I would see her, right. like modeling bathing suits. I thought I saw her in Delia's. Yeah, uh, you probably catalog. did. Possibly, I have no idea. Yeah, absolutely, you probably did. But And then what she done was she had such a huge following herself mm -hmm. of this Golden Barbie thing, which there was a time where that kind of thing would have been a bit frowned upon. You know, like, not yeah. frowned upon, but just seen as a bit tacky. Yeah. But I think once the Kardashians were on the cover of Vogue, it was like, who gives a fuck? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, And yeah. Like, someone like her should absolutely be a big model because she's generated her own following where your average girl is just a blank canvas. But I think that changed things. So now... You don't necessarily have to be 5'10". Well, how tall is she? Do we know? I think she's like 5'6", five, 5'7". Five, what? No way. Man, she's that's like, I'm right around, I mean, I'm 5'4", but I'm like, I'm like right around 5'6". Yeah. Kind of. But she does like a lot of fitness stuff. Like she's in a lot of bathing suits. Yeah. She, I don't feel like she does high, she doesn't do high end fashion. I would say, no, but I'd say she kind of does now and she's sort of, she's a celebrity in her own right. Yes. You know what I mean? So let's say the cusp between someone like Carly Kloss and like an Amber Rose, it's that kind of, you know, she's, she's like sort between of, the two of them. Yeah. She's kind of done a good job. So I just think that now the industry's changed. So my, my days of, of that kind of modeling where you'd get insane money for absolutely no reason other than you did a great show season. I reckon that's done. I reckon them days are over. I think that ship has sailed. Has sailed. How much are yeah. people getting now? 
Well, all right. You, you want me to give you some prices? Yes. Okay. So <laughs> let me get a pen. So Hold let's on. say doing American Vogue, you'll probably get about $75 to feature in American Vogue. To do $75? Wait, what? Yeah. Like to do, to be in American Vogue, you're going to get about $250 max because it's your pleasure to be working for American Vogue. That's good for you. That's how it's seen. American Vogue, that's not advertising. That's just them using you for a photo spread. So photo They're using spreads, you to sell magazines. Yeah, but the photographers pick you. To do a photo story, you're not going to get paid much money. So to do Oprah magazine, like I always do Oprah magazine every bloody year for some Christmas something, or like some oh, action, oh, blah, blah, blah. You've been oh, in O. I, I didn't even know that she was in Oprah's I'm magazine. I still wow. do O, because I love them. And why I love them as well is because they pay $700 to do... Uh, just a day's picture and I'm like and then you get the picture and I mean, probably can't use it anyway but whatever yeah. my point is is that because a magazine like Oprah um, is not really going to help your career fashion wise they pay no. you more money and the magazines oh. that are going to help your career like V Magazine or W they're not paying you any money to go they'll feed you on the job they got more money well, than what are y'all eating what are they feeding you I mean they're feeding you whatever Reap. you want but you can't just, just be eating on a it depending exactly. on the shoe exactly it's going to be like a, a piece of kale and they're, like a dry loads of catering but the longer you spend around that the more you will feel the watchful eyes of judgement on you so you want to be passing that catering table just in transit just swiftly See, like that's why you gotta be that's why you gotta be a king magazine model yeah or you gotta be sick you could be like i'm just gonna eat all these burgers i want all the craft services like what's the whole point of having craft services i want macaroni i want macaroni and cheese in my hot dog yeah it's one of the saddest times of my early career was doing versace show and you get to do it at like donatella's or where Eugenia Versace's old house or whatever, in, in Milan, like they have it in their oh, own space uh-huh. and their catering is off the fucking chain and you can't touch it because them fucking gay bitches will be looking at you like, why are you eating that? And it is the most brutal thing because you're just looking at it and you can't, you can eat enough so you don't faint, but you can't eat enough so you're having a good time. <laughs> okay, so that, that's a good point I was going to ask. I'm like, a yeah, lot of models wild. have eating disorders did you have to deal with that did you know a lot of people who went through that yeah um i think this is i mean i've never had that but i'm naturally slim and i think look at that no but no come through come through naturally slim come through i'm naturally slim and it's true and also i grew up in a west indian area so i was never i was always shamed about how skinny i was and i always thought i was skinnier than i was actually you know what i mean like sometimes i'd go away and come back and they'd be like so who's a little bit fat but like they're trying, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Make it, make it. All. I bet you, you're like me. Oh yeah. my god, thank you so much. Yeah, I'd be like me. But I wouldn't notice because, uh, yeah, I just I come from an area where it was like not it, you want to be bigger. So oh, I, yeah. I wasn't as conscious of it as other girls. Also, I never really, I've never been someone who. Lately, you know, when I hit my thirties, I fluctuated a bit more. But when I was younger, yeah, but you're still thin. Like, yeah, you are. Yeah, and that's pretty much. Thin. You yeah. look like a model. But I do think that. If so this is what I think. If you have a food issue, modeling mm-hmm. will bring it out even more. But if you haven't got one to begin with, you probably will just stay like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? If it's not in you, if you have any kind of sort of any weird things with food, the, the fashion industry will put a magnifying glass on Why it. do they do that, though? Like, they are so picky about Listen. every... And you could... But the thing is, you could airbrush every fucking thing now. Yeah. Everything give me, is about give airbrush. Give me a whole yeah, new but fix. it's also... It's a bit like being an athlete, man. So I just think, if you don't like it, don't be a model then. Yeah, but you know <laughs> you what, get though? You a lot of money to be... But you know what? When I was temping uh, last year and the year before that, 
one of the places I got to temp was at IMG Models, right? Mm -hmm. And I was one of the agent's assistant. Mm -hmm. And um, I would just go through. I was, it was my job to put the girls' dates in their calendars. Mm -hmm. So I looked through to see how much money everybody was making. And some of them were making a lot of money, like $20,000 a day. But I'm looking at people's book, like, like people who are like Victoria's Secret Angels and like people who, you know, not necessarily Instagram models, but people who actually like walk runaways regularly and Carly Claus and all these mm -hmm. people. So I would look to see how much money they made because, you know, I like to invoke pain on myself and <laughs> I like feeling poor because I was like, $30,000 for this day of work in Cancun or wherever the hell they were staying. And um, the girls would come in. I was there the week before Fashion Week and the girls came in and it's all like legit like 14, 15 year old girls coming yeah. in and they're like super skinny. They're super young. The, the agents are like talking to them. Okay, well, make sure you only take stairs this week. No, no taxis. Take the train. Like they want you to like eat, like work off your quote unquote well, fat. And then when the girls would leave, they'd be like, she looked terrible. Yeah. Like they were so nasty to these. And they're children. Like they're like 14 year olds. Uh, I absolutely agree with you. Well, this is the thing about the underage side of it is that think about it. If. If these if these girls, if there was a 14-year-old in a magazine with a see-through top and her boobs were big, you would identify that as some sort of child porn or like yes. something that doesn't seem right. And because these girls are built like prepubescent boys, for right. some reason it's seen as fashion. Needless to say, she's a 14-year-old working a 16-hour day and I've seen some disgusting things happen on set. Yeah. Man. But... What what I'm, my thing is like if you don't like it, don't do it. And the reason why I say that not for children because you're a child and you can't make so really parents. your own sound. Well, your parents are like, yes, you're but, gonna make money and be a, a Naomi Campbell Jr. or whatever. Yeah, right. But I think if people were more honest about what the fashion industry is like, and if you knew that, look, your average girl doesn't make that much money. Even me, sometimes I'd clear a hundred grand a year or twice that. Mm -hmm. But. I didn't have any money management. I think I came from a family where I got scammed for a lot of my money. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. I gave a lot and paid a lot of rent. I didn't know how to do deal with money myself. So right. I was just like, Don't if it I, away. I just, yeah, yeah. literally I threw it away. Now, um, lucky for me, I've been able to have other jobs and careers. Mm -hmm. So I don't need to be bitter about that. But if I didn't, and if I, let's say I wasn't a bartender before I was a model, I'd probably be a drug addict now, to be fair. So I wish more people were honest about what the fashion industry is and if you're a pretty girl please know that the first thing you don't need to do is be a model and it's kind of annoying that when you see a beautiful girl all of us are primed to say you should be a model like that's the best possible scenario. listen if i had a dollar every time somebody said that to me <laughs> i would have a hundred thousand dollars oh my god so much money i'd be a millionaire right now they'd be like, like well i mean normally when people see me they ask me if i'm a dancer because my body is like your, super short and stacky but like fly you know your muscles muscles like muscles thank you so much mm, but what that means is i ain't got no hips and my shoulders are wide that's what it means when do you dance i'd be like <laughs> <laughs> i'd be like only to get through graduate school <laughs> but yeah that people see that and that's exactly what oh you're a comedian but you should just be a model and it's yeah. like no but you're so pretty and and basically it's this kind of attitude we have in society that if there's a woman who's attractive and beautiful then she must use it 
Why? I mean, so fucking patronizing, really. So mm. what I would like to be is like, if you see a gorgeous girl, well, maybe she can just be a gorgeous engineer or a gorgeous taxi driver or a gorgeous something else. Oh, I hope <laughs> she's not a gorgeous taxi driver. I hope she's something else. A, a gorgeous bagger at Whole yeah, Foods. People ain't going to see your face. If exactly. You're I, I'm, I'm on the side of like, if you are beautiful, you use it. Like you can get, like there's so many outlets to use your beauty properly, long as it's managed right. You know, there's so many people on Instagram who we don't even know who the hell they are. They're taking well, the train, but somebody's willing to give them ten thousand dollars for their product. Yeah, but it's not just going to be because you're beautiful. You're going to have to have generated your own amount of followers. So, like, when that's why I kind of give these girls props, like Rosa Costa and all of these kind of like fit beautiful like women Mm -hmm. of all different shapes and sizes and like i would to me i've got more time for her selling some you know tea that makes you shit but but that's someone who's had to already be business minded about it i think the days of just saying you are gorgeous and someone is going to want to throw money at you just yeah you have to to be more than attractive you have to be a little bit more than attractive these days and i I don't think it's a bad thing and I, i just think I wish more people knew that, like, that day of, like, you know, the Naomi Campbells and no, stuff. It's, it's a little bit, uh, yeah, it's, that's done. But also they're changing the whole industry. Like, everything is body positive now. Everything. They, like, now. I mean, they still, upon, they still, I still shame you people. You still shame uh, people. But for the most part, they <laughs> want people like Ashley Graham all day. And, yeah. they're, and they'll make you think, like, Ashley Graham is the first girl to be, like, full-figured. And it's like, boo-boo. I see that on a regular basis at the mall. Like, that yeah, is not even... I think the difference between Ashley Graham and people who maybe weigh the same thing that she weighs is that her body still, like, goes inward. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like her stomach is hanging out further than her butt or, like, her... You know what I mean? Like, she's still shaped... Like somebody, amazing, who, man. you know yeah, what I mean? Like, like her flat bo- stomach, exactly. Her stomach is flat. Her glasses. her hips, like her waist, goes in. Like she's not. It's not the same thing. No, I, what I'm saying, I'm not saying that you should just be out of shape. I'm saying it's body positive now, so that you don't have to be uh, Super a size skinny. zero. You can be yeah. a full figured woman. You can have curves. You can have ass. You can have boobs. You can have legs and still sell. That's- yes, but you know what's the thing? you know what you can't you can't not have no legs and be a model. Okay, you <laughs> yes, can't, you can. You can't have yeah, that arm. No, 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 no. Wait, have you seen on Refinery Twenty Nine? Or- no, I don't go there. Remember, they owe me money. Oh yes, 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 <laughs> they do. Ouch. Ouch. But, oh yeah. Uh, but there was one late. There was a woman who's like bald headed and she has one leg and she. Was like modeling stuff. Oh, and the she, black girl. Yeah, she yeah, has. Like, she got stu- that. She got that cool fake leg yeah, thing. What's her name? Like Cax me or something. She's is like she's like, Nigerian, I, I think. Instagram. Yeah, 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 but she, you know. Yeah, but but see the difference between that is because of social media exactly. we all get to decide who we like yeah. it's not the fashion industry saying you should like this representation of womanhood which yeah. is actually childhood you know yeah. what I mean mm-hmm. like that's the difference we are getting to be like oh I, I love that chick I love Ashley Graham I love because there's been I'm with Wilhelmina here they've had a plus size division forever but you know it's now these girls are generating that following for themselves. And I, I think that's a way more positive way to go about fashion. Um, it and, is. Or, or, or the modeling industry in itself. And um, another question so I, I had. this really serious. You're, you did. I'm like, I'm like, okay, I feel very 60 minutes. <laughs> I feel real 20, 20. Know, like, Wait, can we... Can we talk about the craziest thing that's ever happened to you as a model? Like the uh, most embarrassing moment you've ever had. Oh my God, okay. All right. I've seen some crazy stuff and I've, my favorite thing is that I ever saw was I was backstage um, 
at Versus show, which is like another line for Versace. Mm -hmm. And a model came and yanked the back of Donatella Versace's hair. And I thought a big fight was going to break out because this is like before white chicks were wearing weave, even though she was clearly wearing weave. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like Donatella flicks her head around. She's like, don't you touch me. And then this <laughs> model just laughs in her face. And I was like, dude, a fight is going to break out. Like I was backstage mm -hmm. like, yeah. And no one cared. You're like, like world star. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> like oh world star. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, and then Donna Taylor's like, don't you ever fucking touch me? And then the chick just walks out onto the runway and does her first look. Mwah, it was a great moment, man. It was an amazing... <laughs> what does Donatella... What does Donatella's face look like up close? Because in pictures, like it looks flake. like melted butter. You say it looks like a cornflake. <laughs> It looks like the Ghostbusters like marshmallow thing that just like. It looks like melted. when you're starting to make s'mores and you think the marshmallow is ready, but it's still hard on the inside and it just melted on the outside. You definitely like yeah, it's honey roasted, and it's not <laughs> honey even, roasted it's peanuts. It's not even particularly bad. It's just definitely ready. <laughs> you oh, know, like man. if it was in the oven, you'd be like, it's like you ready. need to turn this over. But yeah. she stayed face down. Wow. Yeah. So but she, I feel like she owns it. She don't give a damn that she, she knows what she looked like. She gives zero fucks. Yeah, she gives zero fucks. Um, other weird things. Uh, I had Dolce & Gabbana tried to refuse to pay me once because they, um, I did like a lookbook for them and and they were really upset because they said I didn't look great, but they basically had a team of hairstylists who didn't know how to do my hair. That which is my not your makeup. fault. Yeah, that And they didn't have your lot. makeup, but you're light-skinned. Yeah, exactly. You are light-skinned. I'm lighter. Like the only thing that's like official is my hair, like light. Yeah, like, you're like, light skin. Like, you're like uh, you're like a dark white woman. Yeah, like they tan thing, that color. Right? Can you speak on? Can you speak on that? Talk about being like a, a mixed woman in the industry yeah. with your hair. It's, it's texture. The hair thing. The hair thing. It was always an issue, but I'd always do my hair myself. By the end, it was such a thing that I would have to like straighten it and curl it myself and turn up with my hair done. But as far as like being light skin, it was a really weird in the um, in the in fact all my career only recently like I would be the black girl that they were booking yeah and there's a feeling of like but I'm not I'm surely I'm not black enough to represent you and you nope. and like, well I so was I was the black girl for pretty much every single job I did and that gave me a sense of like. Boy, like, you know, I, I would like to be there to represent people that look like me. And I think it's great if, an, let's say, um, a label is having a more, you know, just basically a more diverse setup. But if I'm the black girl that I'm, then you it's lot are doing it Michelle, right. Michelle, the inside of my hand, my palms are darker than you. My you know what I mean? Too. But that's the same thing with um, Misty Copeland, the ballerina, the black chick. They were like, she said when she started to do ballet... They never had shoes in her color because, you know, the ballerinas are supposed to wear the shoes that match their skin tone. She's your complexion. And it's like, y'all don't have that? Y'all don't have dark beige? Yeah. And he was like, no, they didn't have that. Yeah. Like, and there are ballerinas who are darker than her. So how do you think they fit? Like, they never had the right makeup for them. They never had... They had you have to come up with your own stuff. How hard is it to just get the fucking... Complexion, right? Listen, just how, go to get some. Go get some CoverGirl Queen collection. Just, I, I don't even need to be anything fancy. Just go get it. So when I yeah. get there, I don't look ashy when I come outside. Uh, well, it's like, why isn't it if if there's only one of you, right? Mm -hmm. How come they don't have at least that? Sh they know you coming. Yeah, it's not, you're not a mistake. You, they booked you. You show they, up and they're like, oh, we oh, gotta mix a, mix yeah. a couple creams together. Yeah. It's like, are you fucking? No, they literally me? like they. So they that particularly was a really hard job because they lined. They had like a team of makeup artists and uh maybe six models 
and then the makeup artist, like a basketball tournament while you're at school, they they would have to pick. And it was just basically like one guy dragging his heels as he walked up to me. Then like, ah, I got this girl. <laughs> and then just trying to like. So he didn't even really want to do your face. No, no. Man, of course not, man. Like they, they, I'm telling you, like places like Milan and stuff are really hard, like where they're definitely designers will just be like, we're booking one black girl. Or, and I will be the black girl. So it's kind of like what? That the is fuck? crazy. Now things are changing a little bit, but not that much. Yeah. I mean, and it's also shallow. You know, fashion is shallow. So one season, black girls will be in. Yeah. And the next season, Asian girls will be in. And But white girls are always in. Always in. You know what I mean? So If you're ethnic, it's always trendy. It's a trendy right. thing. And then they'll have, um, what was his, was it Marc Jacobs? He had a whole uh, line where the girls were wearing dreads. Yeah, and didn't different color dreads. black girls. And or maybe he couldn't one understand two. why everybody was so upset about it. It's like, you could have got somebody who already had dreads. Well, this, these fashion designers are always completely out of touch, right? Like remember when Chanel did their like line of silk sleeping caps, and it was like that's a durag, that's a <laughs> that's a twelve thousand dollar durag, <laughs> right? And Balenciaga just came out with this blue bag for like I don't know how many like thirty nine hundred dollars, and it's the IKEA bag. It's it looks exactly oh, that was like Louis Vuitton, Louis Vuitton, or, right? Bag. But it looks exactly like the bag it's you get for bag. free at yeah. IKEA, and it's like, dude, really? Yeah, I'm Seriously. so sad that I know that. I'm like, oh no, the, the, the laundry bags, the laundry bag. <laughs> well. No, and then there's a no. There's a somebody else came out with Chinese slippers, but like the ones that we used to wear for like the ones we would wear for like a dollar from like the beauty supply store in my neighborhood, and they're like it's like twelve thousand dollars or something like that. They're like real Swarovski crystals. It's like these are Chinese slippers. They always want to reinvent some shit that we've that we've been had. We've been doing like what fashion? There was some line that all the girls came down with like baby hairs, like crazy. Curly baby oh, hairs. Oh yeah, yeah. Prada, I think, did that. So, and or, it's like, dude, like, but it looked terrible. It was like the worst finger wave job you've ever seen. <laughs> they just got some germ, like. But they um, just bought all the hair from the back up, and it was like, man, my baby hairs don't do all. Like, it was a lot. Yeah, like, yeah. I think like Tiana Taylor had that, and like it's, it's Drea. It was a couple of people who from the from the brown side that was rocking it too. And I was like, did you let somebody white do that to you? <laughs> You could do that yourself, uh, girl. Like, like FKA Twigs. On, like she's girl. all about the baby like, hairs, too. Girl. <laughs> you definitely had a Suzanne Summers do Listen, that shit. I, I don't like letting white people touch my hair, ever. Oh. Like, if I have a, if we're doing a show or we're doing something on camera, I'd be like, they'd be like, uh, this is the hair uh, dresser. I'd be like, no, I'm already done. Is this how you're going to wear it? Yes, this is how I'm wearing it. Well done. And <laughs> yes. you know what? You should, because uh, th- these are the things you kind of got to put your foot down a little bit. I'm lucky with Vice. They kind of let me... I didn't realize that wearing like a head wrap on, you know, screen was a deal. And it actually is. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. kind of let me do whatever I want. They let me have my hair out. They let me have it back. No one's ever like, could you make it more tame? You know, which is basically what I'd get if I turn up to any sort of fashion show or anything with my hair in an afro, I would get cussed out. And mostly by black hairdressers that are just like, who what? do you think you are? Like, you, how are you going to turn up with your hair like this? And now we have to do it. I'm like, yeah. This is what you're paying for. This is your job. Get involved. Do you know what I mean? You better start now. (laughs) (laughs) What are we talking about? Just put it in. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead and detangle. (laughs) That is so crazy to me because like even as like comics, when we do stuff, a lot of times the makeup artist doesn't know what they're doing. But when it's a black makeup artist and they don't know how to do my makeup, I'm 
I'm double angry. Like, I'm even more upset. And the thing is, is that they see the monitor. The monitor is letting you know what the fuck I'm going to look like on TV. Like, because sometimes the lighting in the dressing room, you don't know. But we, you see the monitor. Like yeah. I'm on camera looking like a, like a dusty bag of trash. So and you you're think? like, uh, no, it looks fine. My Do concealer, my concealer's running. What do you mean? Well, we don't, we don't know what we look like at, at all. We just shot a bunch of stuff for MTV International and saw. What was you doing? Tell it was me, like some, some talking head stuff. Like yeah. we're like making, co- we're doing commentary about like girl. It didn't come out yet, so it's not. Oh, yes, okay. yes, yes. But we're doing commentary about this stuff, and we saw like the videos after they finished editing them, and like I was like, that's that's the face that y'all gonna show in. That that's the face that they gonna see in Japan. Like that's it. What did it look like? Was, I, it, was it orange, yellows? It what, looked like what, I had one. It looked for? like I had on a bunch of makeup. Mind you, the whole she was like, "Well, it's supposed to look like you're not wearing any makeup, right?" We were the only ones that looked but like it, it, we had tons of caked makeup on. on, caked on. Also, like, but like my face is all one color, right? Okay, like well. ain't no contour. My real face is not just one color. There's like. Six different colors on my face, and like it just looks fat and flat and black. Well, you should. You, <laughs> Marie, I'm so fat, bad. black, fat, <laughs> fat, flat, black. You buy your own base, babes. You need to like. You guys need to invest in your. I own brought my own stuff and take they, it with I brought you my own stuff. They're like, this is not like gonna this. work with this type of camera. Yeah, this is not gonna. They said that her not, makeup wasn't gonna work on too camera. Too shiny. Yeah, yeah that's that's too shiny. They were like, you need to get a matte and stuff like that. I'm gonna do throw some powder on it then, like. Anyway, so it's hard, but you, did you have a hard time with your makeup also? Like, No, not really, because my makeup wise, it's sort of like, what, 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 it's not for me, it's what that brand wants you to look like. When you guys are going on film, you are representing yourself, it's you, exactly. Sydney, and you, Marie. I need to look for like me, myself. Just, yeah, black, a blank canvas, so that didn't matter so much. What was annoying is when, like, two designers like Dolce and Gabbana are like oh we're not gonna fucking pay you now because we think your makeup looks shit I'm like well that's the makeup artist problem something like that is annoying yeah but for for the most part stuff like that doesn't really bother you how did you finally how did that finally end you did you have to like take them to court to get your money did they they just get arrested for tax evasion yeah well I think they weren't paying anybody I know they had they said some homophobic stuff or whatever I know I just complained to my agents and was like no you know this is why it said find their money yeah and actually if you if I'm meant to not pay for that like if I'm meant to now pay and and sort out you lot's you know, stupidness, then I'm going to start said some homo- and calling you, like, racist, and then I got paid. They said some homophobic stuff. Aren't they gay? Yeah, they are. What'd they say, though? <laughs> I remember. They said something like they, 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 they didn't think it was natural if two men had a kid or some bullshit. I don't even know. I don't, please don't. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Did That's- you... um? I was gonna say, did you have any problems with the uh, other models? Did you have? Did you ever have like a fight? Ooh, did or you have a Tyra versus Naomi moment? Yeah, or did nah, you? I was quite lucky, man. I had some really good like girls who always took care of me, and um, I'm friends with Alec Weck, so that was. How lucky. was being with friends with her? I mean, it's I'm nice. sure she went through a lot. Yeah, she could probably, and this is what I'm saying. For me, in my career, it was very hard for me to see someone like her who's always been amazing with me, always gave me great advice, and when I moved back to. New York a few years ago after doing stand-up I live with her and like she's always been great but you know when we would do a fashion show or whatever I would probably do more commercial jobs than her in the in the beginning the early noughties she would do these huge campaigns was an amazing model but they wouldn't use her that much for advertising now they will 
because we know it's her. Yeah. But at that time, they were like, you don't represent what we were. You know what I mean? It was kind of fucked that up. That is so crazy yeah. because black women spend a lot of money in like just in beauty, in fashion. In we hair. spend mm. so much money and they're like, we'll take your money, but we don't want you to see you represented in what we're doing. Right. You know and, what I mean? And sometimes they would have her in stuff that's like extra, extra. Like yeah, they looking either, crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's like they're just going to put a piece of, they're going to paint a yellow stripe around her forehead. You know what? And that's it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even, it's sort of weird to speak on her behalf, but in terms of that, like we would definitely discuss that. Like, uh, you know, but we, someone like me, or as she would say, a swirly, right? Would get a swirly. swirly. <laughs> we get we get all this like beautiful, pretty makeup, right? To emphasize your eyes in it, and they're just like, yeah, just paint a bloody green stripe down her face and be like, oh, wicked, that's you. I mean, how? But in, I had I had people like that, sort of a few years older than me, that were really nice to me and really lovely and were really open and honest. And I never actually had that much beef with girls are more it was more photographers and stuff like that like yeah. Terry Richardson I fucking can't stand him oh what happened oh, you got some tea on Terry spill that Terry some, juice yeah some Terry juice well, I just Terry. think he's I just think he's a is a fucking dirty pervert and I'm really happy that it's that people are talking about it now mm-hmm. um when I when I was you know going to do castings for him and stuff he would have a bunch of girls mm-hmm. in and like the amount of my friends he's taken pictures of you know, without their tops on when they thought it was for like a private picture and then he ended up making it public and I just think it's a nasty bit of work. And yeah. So the first job I did, I was doing a job for Tommy Hilfiger. Ooh, and Tommy Hilfiger. And she did, <laughs> I was doing a job for Tommy Hilfiger and I'd already done the campaign the season before. So he hadn't booked me. Mm-hmm. The client, Tommy Hilfiger, had booked me. Mm-hmm. And so I'm doing a campaign again and he was shooting it this year. And he just had like a bunch of girls. They were all probably about 16 sitting in a circle in underwear playing patter cake. Now, these girls were so young, you know, like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These girls are young, not understanding what the appeal is for this older man to be looking at. You know, I just don't really think that you're too young to get it. So they're doing this, probably playing up to get his attention mm-hmm. and knowing that he would like that. And he walked past and he was like, yeah, that's so fucking hot. And I was like, that is disgusting. Yeah, they're 16. Yeah. And he pretty much, I think like an hour after that, I got sent home. Yeah, because you said out loud that was is just, disgusting. Yeah, I just didn't want to play with him. You yeah. know, he's like, "Oh, come over here," and he'd like want to put his arm around me, and you know, like, yeah. I'm not into those weird like sexy dad vibes. Bro. Nah, Move. man, not not, yeah. not with them glasses he got on. He got to think about him is creepy. Everyone said he's very um, Dove from American Apparel. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, exactly yeah. what they yeah, said. They look similar as well, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they do. And I feel like even the models that for American Apparel they had, I was like, he touching all of them, all right. of them. Like, why they is there looked real young pubes too. coming out? Right. I can see right. her pussy lips. Yeah, <laughs> what what right. are you selling? Here? You selling a bra, but your vagina's <laughs> in the photo. Like, girl, sis, tuck it in, sis. sis. <laughs> Wait, what's the craziest thing that ever happened to you on the runway? Because you used to walk the runway, oh, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, the craziest thing that's ever happened to me on a runway was um, falling. Oh, actually, what, no, one time I was doing a show for Betsy Johnson mm-hmm. in New York and, uh, you know, she has all these animated shows and, like, I slapped, my friend was walking up the runway, this chick called Amira, and, like, I spanked her ass and got my studded glove caught to her tights. <laughs> <laughs> that weren't the best look, you know what I mean? I was like, excuse me. <laughs> uh, and, then, uh, and then, yeah, I was doing, um, when Tom Ford was doing Gucci, um, 
I did that show and I couldn't really walk. And Tom Ford, such a nice guy, I'd just started modelling and I'd had to do like a quick walk for him. But, you know, at the casting, he was like, yeah, you're booked. And then uh, when it like came to what? the actual show and they put me in the big ass hills, I was like, I can't fucking walk in these. <laughs> and then they were like, you're not going to be walking on anything. It was like shag pile, white carpet. And I was like, oh my God. I did the rehearsal. I fell in the rehearsal. And, um, you know, this was like a serious moment for modeling. Right? My modeling yeah. friends got me and they were like, look, don't worry. Just keep it together. Like, you've already fallen now. You can't fall again. <laughs> <laughs> this is your good. test fall, bitch. That you're going to fall once. And now it's out the way. Yeah. Right? So I go down and like a Gucci runway is like it's like a block it's the longest runway you're ever gonna walk down really and why yeah. is that because it's Gucci and everyone wants to go so it's uh, so they like just make the, the, the front the row runway, really the long, long yeah the yeah. more people you can fit in and um yeah man there's all these people there and I just got halfway down the runway and I just sort of I made it a bit and I just thought man imagine if you fell <laughs> and why like, would you think I that know, Michelle it was a long enough runway you to think these fools man right cause you gotta go all the way down and you gotta come all the way back yeah, <laughs> you set yourself up for failure yeah, girl it was I, I was like you set yourself out I was like a college dude sleeping with a hot girl who couldn't get his erection up I was oh. like ah, imagine if you fell <laughs> and then I fell and I was able to take my shoes off and like everyone clapped like look at her she's walking that's uh, what happened to, that's what happened to Carrie in um uh in Sex, Sex in the, the City, city. She, Ooh, fell she fell so hard yeah yeah <laughs> and actually it was not long after that came out anyway so I go backstage everyone's like don't worry now you've done it again again and now you uh it's fine right <laughs> <laughs> they let you know they're like so we saw that and uh they're like we, so we saw it on shoes, the monitor my next shoes they've like taped it they're like straps so I can't just take them off right I'm going down the runway again I get to the end of the runway and the audience start like applauding because they're like look at this bitch she fell and then as soon as I turn as soon as I turn around I fell again oh my god <laughs> it was like, I couldn't keep it together I was just like oh god I can't believe it was a comedian in me to be honest I just kept on thinking this is so ridiculous I was literally a bartender and like a month later I'm in Milan and everyone's clapping because I walked that's down crazy. To the end and then back and I was just, and, uh, so anyway, I got up, yeah. took three more Bambi steps, and then fell headfirst into a guy's lap. <laughs> oh, it was classic. Michelle. You yeah. fell into somebody's lap? Yeah, man, headfirst. <laughs> Did you get fully paid for that or not? Yeah, I got paid for that. And I, he, and I got booked again. Oh, the next time I did his show, I was doing a cruise show. And by this point, I'm like, I'm jinxed with Gucci. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. I'm jinxed, I'm jinxed. It was a private showing. It was like Anna Winter, Andre Leon Tilly and like maybe two other like big edit mm-hmm. producers or whatever mm-hmm. they're, they're called. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm wearing these like swimming costumes. I go down thinking I'm crashing it and I didn't even fall. It's a private showing. Now they can see I fall. I come back up. My dresser like scoops the gusset of my fucking swimming costume and she's like tampon, a tampon, a tampon. I'm like what? Dude, I'd fucking walk down this runway with basically a G-string and my tampon string hanging. <gasps> no! Yeah. Tampon! I t- tampon! <laughs> tampon! <laughs> yeah, so there you go. That's my most embarrassing Yo, oh Andre gosh. Leon Talley saw your tampon string? Yeah. Um, you are legendary. You are legendary, Michelle. I'm sure they all know who you are. Smuggling the rats. Can we talk about why Andre be wearing them, uh, them duvet covers them is outside? <laughs> I don't, dude, I don't and them know. house shoes? He wears house shoes. You know what? He's, he, he reminds me of the dude from... Um, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. It now I'm just like clearly oh, you're, taking, you're taking mad style tips from Andre Leon Telly right yo, now. Yo, it's yeah. just 
he's crazy. He's a lovely easy. guy, though, you know? He's a I'm really sure nice. he is, but, but like, it's, it's, you like, judging fashion and you look like you yeah. stepped, you got caught in your curtains at, on the way out? Yeah, like he basically covered himself in glue. He looks like he sits out on the side of a porch and tells the kids, come on now, come on in now. He, I made dinner. He looks like the type of person that, like, calls you from upstairs to come down to pass in the remote that's right next to you. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know how, like, your mom do, hey, come inside and bring me the remote. It's <laughs> awful. Like this remote that's right by your hand this remote mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's what Andre looks like wow Michelle I can't believe you survived that and didn't feel the tampon <laughs> string caressing your upper thighs yeah you should have <laughs> cut, cut, the, cut the string you should have cut it but then she wouldn't be able to get it out that's You'll fine still be in there now that's fine <laughs> like be you'd have TSS <laughs> I've had that before you had TSS because yeah, you forgot to take your tampon uh, yeah you got a scoop man you got to lie on your back say a prayer stand I up had, a few times <laughs> I had just had my graduation. I was out and about, you know, with the friends. And I was like, mm, I don't know if I'm going to go home yet. And I stayed out all night with the tampon in. Went to a dude's house, hanging out with this dude. Obviously, he didn't do anything with the tampon. But we were hanging out. He was like, just slide the string to the side. No, <laughs> oh, no bitch. That's not... So then the next day, I like next day at four o'clock because I had spent the night at my friend's house. Mm-hmm. I realized I was like, "Yo, man, I think I've had this stamp on it for twenty four hours." Talk to yeah. So I get to the house, my face swollen. I look like a fucking squirrel. My brother's like, "What's wrong with you?" I was like, "I don't know." And then he touches me. He's like, "Yo, you're burning up." So my <laughs> my brother takes me to the emergency room, right? And he's like, "Do you know what it was at that point?" I had, I had, I had it? taken it out, but I, I told them at the emergency room, I think I've left my tampon in too long. So when I get in the triage, there's a woman telling me to sit down, and she's like, I'm going to pull it out for you. And I said, no, 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 no. It's already out. Out the <laughs> hospital? Oh, snap. <laughs> she's going to pull the tampon out. I was like, no, it's not stuck. I already took it out. Wow. I think it was in there too long. Wow. And my brother's there. I was like, this is embarrassing. I, oh. I mean, embarrassing even worse now that you're talking about on the podcast and people know that you are... <laughs> You a dirty ass bird. <laughs> Michelle, how did your TSS affect you? <laughs> After you walked down the runway, you were like, I'm just uh, never no, taking this I, out. No, it was fine. I just, I think I like probably had a big night partying on Zimali back in the day. Zimali. Zimali's. And um, woke up and was like, ooh, <laughs> bit of heaviness there. And yeah, just scooped that motherfucker out like a pro. Mm-hmm. 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 It was a, like a, you know, a string that, you know, some... Yeah, yeah, like it's a string that didn't that that where well, I got the string without the tampon, but eventually you got I the string out. out by itself. No, the string came off and the tampon was left, and I just must have been fucked off my face and forgot they, about uh, the situation. I was like, "There's no string, I'm fine." Um, but that didn't mean there was no tampon. But yeah, I went fishing; it was fine. Yo, that is wild. Wait, before I mean, it we went fun. Wait, I feel like we need, we need to talk to you about drugs and modeling real quick. Yeah. Uh, how much drugs were you on? Not enough, to be honest. <laughs> I was like, I was a big smoker, so I didn't really touch drugs until um, I had to pay for them myself, unfortunately. So, wow, <laughs> Michelle. So when it was free, you were just walking by the buffet? No, I just weren't into it, man, because I'd sort of like, the, the thought of doing coke and things like that didn't seem glamorous to me. I grew up in an era where like, if you did drugs, you'll probably end up sucking dick for money. Yeah, like, yeah, there yeah, wasn't, yeah. I didn't get to, um, and so, you know, I think especially like, Cocaine, which is what the fashion industry is running on, yeah. is um, it's one of those drugs that if you do it, then 
then you know that everyone else is doing it. But I wasn't doing it then, so I didn't know. And that's probably why you look so good around, now. Though. That's why you are here thriving. Yeah, because if you would have done it while you were doing it, oh, you would probably look like shit now oh, because well, it runs you down. I had some time making up for lost time, but yeah. You were like, I'm going to make up for all this time. Cocaine is too scary for me. No more drugs than anywhere else, to be honest. You know what I mean? If you go out clubbing, not actually, not on the jobs, but you know, if you go out clubbing, maybe in the 90s there was loads of that kind of stuff yeah but if you go out to clubs of course you can go out to any club in new york and there's a million models drinking for free everybody no everybody's doing it and, literally and everybody I would, everyone is right it's it really is models. like just working at a bar i realized i was like even the interns be fucking doing drugs it's everybody they're like from the manager to the ceo to all the little everybody's doing drugs yeah they yeah. don't even Damn, care yeah. i don't even feel cool i've never been doing cocaine at a party and i've never had tss i just am a loser oh uh, no, you're just wow. at a party like but you do it at home i've never done cocaine in a club <laughs> club cocaine club road <laughs> cocaine <laughs> cocaine in homes um uh, michelle i don't think we should give you a test i think you you've fallen well, can down you, twice can you name can you name the three top models that are out right now in um, your opinion Oh, probably Joan Smalls is number oh, one. I love her. She's love her. officially number one. I'd like Jordan Dunn. Oh. Mm-hmm. I think she's amazing. And who else? And probably like, I don't know. I fucking hate those like Gigi Hadid and Bella Hadid. I, I just hate all I was going to ask you about them. That like, you're, you already have money. Please let yeah. another skinny bitch who's not from the same background as you make that money instead. So is that how you <laughs> feel about the Jenner chick? K- yeah. Kendall, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that you like? Oh, ah, yeah. it's a bit yawn, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit yawn. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I really like Jordan Dunn, and I really like um, I Jones, and I really like Joan Smalls. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I used to look really at her. Like... I used to look at her calendar too when I was working at IMG. I was like Joan. Right. Let me hold two million. Ah. <laughs> it, I'll give it back. She's <laughs> the number one model in the world. I'm not sure that many people know that. Yeah, like well, because bef- before her, it was um, Tom Brady's wife oh, for Giselle. like years. Giselle. Yeah. yeah. She's Bunchen. 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 She was in everything. I mean, Joan Smalls, uh, she just, uh, she put black women. On the map for sure. Back on the map. Yeah. No, there was. Well, Lila Cabetti was. Yeah, Lila Cabetti. She was big when I was modern. She's big lovely, in the man. 90s, yeah. Yeah, she's a really nice girl. She's Ethiopian, right? Yeah, she's Ethiopian. Yeah, yeah she's lovely. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Ethiopian women are beautiful, though. Right. Michelle, before we go, can you give somebody who's listening to this who's maybe like, I'm pretty, I want to be a model, because they're completely disregarding your thing that yeah. you could be pretty, be something like, else. Run for your life. <laughs> can you give them some advice as to like maybe like a couple, like maybe three or four things that they can do that they might not be doing? Well, I would say, of course, the obvious things are is don't sign up to some wacky agency that you've never heard of that mm-hmm. is asking you to put some money up up front. Right. Because if you heard what I just said, they will pay it all for you and overcharge you when you get paid. Yeah, That's yeah, what a yeah. Normal, legitimate agency will. will do. So it shouldn't cost you any money. Be realistic. Are you five foot five and 200 pounds? Because if you are, then the way you might want to model should be maybe off your own back as and not on your back. But you know, like via Instagram or something like <laughs> yeah. that might be better to get a following. Right. If you're, if you don't hit the normal model standards and sizes. Okay. Um, 
you can still model, but I would maybe, yeah, there's other ways to do it now. Okay, but now what if somebody listening to this is a Haitian-American queen and she about 27 uh, and she uh, <laughs> she's skinny and she got maybe 5,700 Instagram followers. What should she do? Hmm. I've, I reckon if someone like that is probably very smart and funny and mm-hmm. clever. Yeah, and she, she all those things probably. And yeah. she just, you know, be and an, 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 as a... All these other things, and additionally beautiful as well. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. striking. And maybe just yeah, give she up. doesn't have to model, you fool. Yeah. <laughs> give it up. You're, you're 27. Give it it's done. Shut up, Michelle. Yeah, so I was like, 27? <laughs> yeah, it's Michelle, done. Michelle, thank you so much. <laughs> she said, where is the lie? <laughs> Michelle, the lie, the lie is somewhere else. I don't know. I was talking about somebody listening. I wasn't even talking about anybody in the room. So, <laughs> Michelle, where, where can people find you that are listening to this? Um, at the moment, I suppose you can find me like online. You can check out some of my documentaries on, on Vice. Vice and whatnot. And yeah, I'm gonna be doing um, I'm doing some like festival, some live streaming shit mm-hmm. for Cali Roots Festival. This oh weekend. yeah, okay. Bunch of white people with dreadlocks, no doubt. Uh, I'll be fighting them off with a stick. Thick. A nice skin girl with a head wrap. Oh, God. <laughs> They're going to be like, hey, queen, yeah. excuse me. Do what yeah, you yeah, can yeah. for us, Michelle. Do what you can. What did you say the other day on stage that I loved? She was like, can't move for dick. Oh, dodging, dodging dick, dick daily. daily. <laughs> that just sounds like a great dodging news bulletin. Dick. Hello, yes. and I'm Marie from Dodging Dick Daily. Yeah, listen, I mean, that's that's <laughs> where I reside. I live on the corner of Dodging and Dick, and I'm, I'm, I'm there every day. I'm there every single day. What's your social media? Um, you can, um, uh, I think my uh, Twitter is Mishdiswalk. Listen, if you don't, if you don't know, we can't help you. What about your Instagram? Instagram on Michelle Diswalk. It gives me anxiety, man. Follow me if you want. There's nothing that much exciting happening. You're on, on Facebook. There, but... Yeah, yeah. I don't really use it, but yeah, you can. Listen, okay, you can so... catch Michelle just outside. You can yeah. catch her outside. She has a bike, so she'll be she's bicycling. <laughs> <laughs> she'd be at the club with her bike outside. So. She got cocaine in the bike tires. Yeah. Uh, and you can catch me in Sydney every second Saturday uh, at Karma Lounge at our live show that Michelle has done many, many times. Mm-hmm. You can find me on Instagram at Reezy, R-E-E-E-Z-Y, Sydney. You can find me at uh, Just Sid BW on Instagram, and you can find me on Just Sid NYC on Twitter. You can also find Sydney at Rainbows. Gotta go! <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, bitch. Bye. 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 Bye.